Last time on Exiled, the team was able to stop the summoning of Limbo into reality by taking down the Goblin Queen, though Mistress Sinister, and the Exile's mind-controlled companion, Ariel, escaped into some unknown location. After that, the real storms came down with James Gray, this universe's version of Jean Gray, and they all had some good heart-to-heart -heart conversations. Now, with a few days before they're sent back to the Panopticon, the Exiles have a most dangerous decision of what to do with their free time. I'm Jen. I'll be playing the Enchantress. She's an Asgardian goddess and sorceress and is good at everything. I'm James. I play a Wendigo. Uh, that distinction is very important in, in case uh, Luke ever kills my character, in which case I will just play a different Wendigo. That's absolute fact. If Otherwise, I'll just quit the podcast if I'm not allowed. Uh, this Wendigo is uh, Francois Frank or Frankie Lartigue. He was a Métis hunter and trapper who was forced to eat another uh, person to survive in the wilds of Canada and was subsequently cursed with uh, the Curse of the Wendigo, a uh, feature in Ojibwa Cree and Anishinaabe uh, stories. And you can find me on Twitter at least, L E S K. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh. Hi, I'm Kaylee. I play the uh, teenage time-traveling uh, Jean Grey from the X-Men. And I'm Devin, and I am playing Ken Hale the Gorilla Man, a man who was cursed with the gorilla and as such uh, remains a mortal gorilla for the rest of his life. That you are. So, last time we sort of wrapped up with the storms, the real storms, and uh, James Grey coming back to Earth. And it's been maybe about a day or so they've been trying to organize to quickly get a press release going. Because, oh, it turns out that the people who the world thought were the Storms were not actually the Storms. And a bunch of things were done to their name. Some good, some bad. And so there's going to be a press release. But what have you all been doing with your free time? I, I think last I was shacking up with... Uh... What's her face, Storm, and He Hulk, <laughs> right? Uh, Joan Storm and uh, James Walters. There we go. That those are the ones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, a lot of hanging out there. Uh, well, how would Enchantress have done? Because, I mean, while they are into polyamorous relationships. They also are raising the uh, two kids together. So, I mean, would Enchantress have immediately left when it's like, oh yeah, these are our kids. This is mom and dad's friend, uh, Enchantress. Would she has just... a name. 
I mean, how would that have worked out? For um, Amora? I mean, I'm gonna leave in like a day. Are they expecting me to like hang out with their kids? Oh, not necessarily, but at least like trying to introduce you to the kids. Hmm. Um, I mean... Are you my new mommy? No, kid. <laughs> oh. Uh... So... <laughs> I mean, probably not well. That's how it would have gone. How do they feel about me being moderately rude to their children? <laughs> uh... We're kind they... of into it! Not in a way that's like too old for us, but just you know, uh, we're kind. Our dad was kind of a dick. We're kind of into this. <laughs> Wait, god damn it! I made it even more sexual accidentally. <laughs> yeah, you're speaking with a kid voice, and you're also confusing these kids with uh, Natalie and Vance. Entire part. <laughs> nope. Uh. Oops, it's all canon. Uh, <laughs> everything is bad. Uh, okay, uh, well, what has, uh, Wendigo been doing? Uh, Wendigo has been repeatedly holding, uh, informal slash absolutely formal because they're mandatory class sessions where he's trying to get his former students to, like, stand on their desks and wish him off saying, oh, Captain, my Captain, like in Dead Poet Society. Uh, but I think he's accidentally created a sort of breakfast club situation. Especially because, like, nobody knows who uh, Walt Whitman is in this universe. Because there was, like, there was a Walt Whitman, but she was not as well published because they were less willing to let a female poet get away with that stuff. Wow, that's a downer. Mm-hmm. God, I hate don't worry, Henry, don't worry, uh, yeah. don't worry. The female Thoreau was still fucking bananas, like just massive. And uh, Angus Dickinson is just super popular in this world. Is that the male version of uh, Angie Dickinson, star of Police Woman? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, the school is sort of on a temporary vacation as they're trying to figure out, but... Like, That's why it's even more inappropriate that I'm holding these students in the classroom. Just, be like, increasingly... Like, I'm not telling them they need to do this because it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't count if I have to tell them to do it. But I'm, I'm getting increasingly frustrated at trying to say it without saying it. Oh, well, I mean, like, Alexis Power has been super excited that you're willing to give more lessons. And, like, she's tried to engage you on the whole topic of, like, oil and alternative uh, fuel solutions. Well, she's a very, very good student. I've already given her several A's. Yes. Sam also, like, tried to go once or twice, but, uh, she realize that she'd rather go and do other things instead. No, 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 you need to understand, the students in that class are not allowed to leave. Uh, They're in that class until they fucking stand on the desk and say, oh, captain, my captain. If she wants to say goodbye to her, uh, 
her girlfriend. She is going to wait, Sam. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she is going to have to do this. However, I can't say that she has to do that too, or otherwise it doesn't count. Uh, what would have happened when uh? Well, you have a. Uh, you would have at least had one kid who fell off the desk. I mean, would that would have got? Would have that? Would that have gotten you to stop doing it? I ate a person in the Canadian wilds. Why would a teen falling off a desk like three feet off the ground make me go, Oh, this is too far. This is the part of my life that's too far. (laughs) Got you there. Yeah. This Uh, is literally the most normal thing he's ever done. Yeah, you, you got me there again. Uh, Gorilla Man, what have you uh, been up to? Uh, I've been having uh, therapy sessions with Dr. Lenore Sampson about what I witnessed when Wendigo ripped the uh, <laughs> blockbuster in half. <laughs> and how I'm partially responsible for that. So are you feeling, like, guilty about this? Not guilty, but more of just a, I've never seen something so horrific in my life. So is this like going to replace the trauma of losing Jimmy? Potentially. <laughs> I was not coated in Jimmy's blood like <laughs> with Blockbuster. Yeah, but I mean you had a much closer relationship with Jimmy. Yeah. This is just okay. a new thing to add to the list. Question. Uh Question yes. for Devin. Yes. Oh. Has it awakened anything in you? What do you mean? I mean, that can mean a few different things. Which way do you want to take it? I don't know. Which way do you Loops want to mean it? It, it, can, it can either be that now you've uncovered a new paraphilia that you're, that you're sexually interested in, or it can just be that, like, you kind of like the thrill of this violence and you don't know what that says about you ethically, morally. You always thought you were more man than gorilla, but what does this say? What does it mean that you like this kind of bloodshed? The gorilla might be taking over. Exactly. Or you could yeah. just do both, and the gorilla could have a boner. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, what is this weird podcast? Exiled after dark. <gasps> Come on, that's pretty. Every episode of that's Exiled. all of Exiled. <laughs> no, that's all of Exiled since we tra- uh, transitioned from being a mostly good teens cast to a <laughs> mostly villains cast. <laughs> Everybody is just a long line of the Orange Julius away from becoming a Punisher. Oh, the Punisher wishes he could do what we do. <laughs> Yeah, we're way more emotionally well-adjusted than that piece of shit. (laughs) By by the way, that's my official opinion on The Punisher. Okay, and uh, Gene, how have uh, things been going with you for your uh, last few days, or for your uh, day of getting to just hang out with Sam? Uh, they're pretty good. We're having adorable but bittersweet dates. 
a la 90s teen shows, like having milkshakes at the max. Oh my god. So are you, like, doing the whole sharing a milkshake thing, or... Oh yeah, it's, like, super precious. Can we spray her with that goop that lets us bring objects with us? (laughs) Oh, good lord. That would kill her. (laughs) No! Have, have you brought up the fact that you're going to have to leave? Yes. Well, what do you mean you're going to have to leave? Like, you can come back. It's like you just live in another state, right? Well, if by another state you mean a whole other universe, unfortunately. Oh. But, like, you can still write me and stuff, right? Can we? How does this work? I imagine you asking that to the talus. As I'm talking to my wrist, like, beep boop, how does this work? Get her number, you can text her. (laughs) (laughs) Is is that the fucking talus' canonical voice now? I hate the talus. (laughs) (laughs) At least the talus and I ship the same stuff, though. (laughs) No, that's uh, Alternate Universe Forge, who is currently managing the talus support line. Oh like, when you guys have a mission, it's very limited in what it can do, but when you guys are done with that mission, you have someone who can answer questions for you, like how long you have left. And this time it's a uh, forge from a universe where he just refuses to not, or where he refuses to wear anything beyond very short shorts. Okay, so, uh, here, here's my number. And she gives you her phone number. So, do you give her, like, the Talus's number? Uh, you, you've we all have magical cell phones. phones. Oh, yeah. that's correct. Okay, so yes. Here's my uh, magical interdimensional telephone number. We all have Google Pixels, the best phone there is. She sends you a smiley face and a heart emoji. Aw. I send the heart eyes emoji. Yeah, so the uh, day wraps up, and the start of this next day is going to be a big presentation from the Future Foundation staff. And so all of you have been invited up. Uh, They've asked you to dress well for this occasion. So what are you all dressed in? Define well. Uh, The storm, like it's going to be a press briefing. So, like, the Storms are wearing, like, dressy clothes. Not, like, formal clothes, but, like, very professional. I mean, I believe I'm still wearing my Planet Hollywood jacket. Classy. I'm wearing my, like, Yogi Bear-esque collar and tie from uh, when I was a wrestler. But now I've put suede elbow patches on myself. Do you also have, like, wristbands that look like they have cufflinks on them? No, I'm not into that. I tried. No, 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 it was good, it was good. I should have yes-handed you, but too late now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what about, uh, Enchantress? I mean... I think Enchantress is wearing, like, a suit, but like a, a red carpet starlet suit cut type of suit. If that makes sense. 
Yeah. So is it, it's go it's going to be green, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. So you're like going dressed up to the uh, nines. Yeah. To this whole thing. And uh, what about Jean? Uh, Jean's got a uh, kind of cute and sporty, age-appropriate uh, green dress with a little uh, phoenix necklace. Ooh, where did you get the uh, phoenix necklace from? I'm just kind of telepathically projecting it. Like, in real life, I'm just, like, wearing sweats and chilling, but no one needs to know that. Oh, I was <laughs> hoping it was Sam. Yeah. What now? I was hoping Sam gave it to you. Yeah. Maybe she did. We could immediately retcon that. It's retconned. Hell yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so you guys all have, like, prominent seats, and uh, Renee Storm comes up. Students and faculty of the Future Foundation, as many of you have found out over the past few days, the Stephen and Renee Storm that you have known for the past several years had been a sham enacted by nefarious forces seeking to control the Earth as part of some massive-scale eugenics program. The end goal by Natalie Essex and Marcus Pryor, along with Dr. Arthur Harkness, is still unclear, and this may not be completely understood for many months, if not years to come. Lock him up! After an expedition seeking to study the cosmic radiation that had initially transformed us, we were stranded in space, unable to return to the Earth. We were lucky enough to chance upon James Gray, who was returning here to his home on Earth after commuting with the Shi'ar Empire. Unfortunately, a massive psionic shield that was impenetrable to even the greatest minds and weapons of the Shi'ar Empire, along with our own technology, had appeared. As time went on, we sought to employ more and more methods to allow us to return home, only to find that the energy around the Earth grew stronger. We saw all hope of returning home fading away until James received a contact a few days ago. The Phoenix Force had shown up on the other side of the shield. A second host allowed us the belief that someone on this planet might remember us and might be able to help. While they may have entered into this school under false identities as students and teachers, they have saved our world and revealed their true natures as heroes. If not for them, our entire world and universe would have been drastically worse. This group has helped to restore the Earth to being part of the galactic community and has helped us to return home. Ken Hale, Francois Lartigue, Amora, and Jean Grey, thank you so much for your efforts in saving this world. We cannot thank you enough for the effort that you put into this, risking your lives and your minds to save those who you had never met before. But we must also announce some additional news. While we were gone, our lives and our public personas were shaped by the grim machinations of our doppelgangers. The founding of the Future Foundation, and even the children here, these were not part of our plans. And as we return to Earth, we must find our ways to accept these parts of our lives that have gone beyond our control, and while these children may not necessarily be ours, may not have been raised by us, we are going to do what we can to reacclimate them to this world and to help raise them. But, as a result, we will be 
immediately stepping down as the administrators of the Future Foundation. In our places, James Walters will be working with the new dean that we have selected, Victoria Maximoff, to ensure that the high standards that were developed here, even if they are not part of our plans, are still followed upon. Victoria has been a friend since my days back in college and is one of the brightest minds that we know. We look forward to the promise of a brighter future that she will bring to our school. Our other duties and obligations will be handled privately, but our work is not done and this will not be the end of our story. This is simply the conclusion of a dark chapter. We appreciate your support and we will not be answering any further questions at this time. And with that, Renee and Steven walk off and you all see that there is a uh, limousine where Natalie and Vance are sitting inside. I would like to go up to the mic. James briefly, uh, James Walters briefly gets up and he's like, he just sits back down. The mic is on and the crowd goes quiet except for uh, Alexis, who's like, yeah! Uh, thank you thank you all for being so kind to us. Uh, except for you, except for you students who did, who, who who weren't, uh, but that's fine. You're your children. That's okay. I'm, I'm losing the point. I'm losing the plot. I'm losing the plot. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, with the announcement of the change in administration of the school, I would like to announce that I am donating a trillion dollars to found the Sin Crude Oil and Tar Sands wing of the future foundation to teach children about the for all for for many the, years to the come mic cuts off and uh james walks up and uh walks you back to the seat uh thank you for that mr uh lartigue where should i send um, where should i put the check Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take it and make sure that it gets to the right location. And, uh, the mic is hanging, uh, up there for a while. James looks to see if any of the rest of you want to say anything. No, but people could go up and say more nice yeah, things about me. That's good. He, uh, walks up and, uh... I'm just not uh, sure how uh, people, how can people follow such an amazing bit of magnanimity? And philanthropy, <laughs> like like Wendigo, just exhibited. How many times have you seen someone give anyone a trillion of anything? Uh, James goes up and uh, closes off the speech, and you guys are excused to uh, basically go. There's going to be a nice casual reception inside the uh, Future Foundation, though it's been made pretty clear that you have no requirements to go unless you wish to. Oh, I'm going to go drink wine and hobnob. And uh, the timer informs you that you guys have about eight hours left before you're sent back to the Panopticron. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. That's called networking. We're professionals. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Enchantress, are you just trying to talk up any uh, hot person that you see inside the... Uh, gala event 
Oh no, I want to talk up Wanda. I want to I want to talk up anyone who I know is uh uh related to magic in any way. Oh, uh, well the main magic teacher has been arrested. He has been sent to magic prison, so the only person who you recognize is actually Dr. Druid. I thought uh, I thought uh Scarlet oh, no, Witch that was is, uh, um... Victoria Maximoff. Mm-hmm. Oh, though you can oh. talk to Victoria if Never you mind. wish to. Who is Alternate she? Alternate universe Victor Von Doom. Nerd. Yeah. Yeah. Hate him. <laughs> um. Uh. Mm. Yeah, I guess I'll talk to <laughs> Druid. <laughs> Six stringer. Ah. I mean, actually, I do. I do probably want to talk to Doom. I want to talk to anyone well, I mean, who seems important. Is being put in charge of the entire school, so that's pretty important. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you get to choose who you have the scene with. So. Yeah, I'll talk to. I'll talk to them. Ah, so you are. Amora, known as the Enchantress, correct? None other. My name is Victoria Maximov. It's a pleasure to meet you. What are you? What are your plans for the school? There have been such bright minds here that I, I wish to continue their growth and to expand the students who we reach out to. We've become part of a galactic community, so why not bring in? Not only the greatest minds from our own world, but the greatest minds from other worlds. To create a greater community of learning. It is a most noble goal, and as we say, nobility is obliged. Who, do, who takes over in this world now that um, the uh, previous overseers are gone? What do you mean by overseers? The, uh, the, the, the... You know, the people we knocked out, the, the, I really just knew them as the, the green, uh, the, the, um, the goblin force. Ah, Essex and Pryor. Well, I've been unable to find any signs of Essex, and we've dealt with Pryor for the time being. We're finding ways to make sure that the skills that he has will not allow him to escape and wreak more havoc upon the world similar to as you've done with uh, Harkness. What happened to Harkness? He was seeking this very same overthrow. Signs seem to say that he might have had machinations for using your own magic abilities, Amora. Did they clean out his office already? <laughs> Not yet. Get <laughs> a fucking loot? If you'd like to take some trinket with you, that would be acceptable, considering the work that you've done. I think so, too. Don't mind if I do. Well, this has been lovely. I wish you the best of luck with um, this fine institution that I just had the best time being part Any of. Any recommendations or comments that way we might make it more acceptable for people of your demeanor. More hunks. My demeanor? Magically skilled and yet 
sophisticated. I recommend not taking over their powers while they sleep. Noted. And she extends a uh, hand to uh, thank you and uh, then walks off herself. And I would like to immediately beeline for (laughs) Harkness's office. Okay, we'll catch up with that after some other people have had some chances. So... Uh, Gorilla Man, who are you hanging hanging around and talking to, Actually, or what are you doing? I would like to go talk to Dr. Druid, because now that I have, like, some of his magical abilities, I kind of want to get a better sense of how to use them. Oh, uh, Gorilla Man, how, how are you doing? Good, how are you doing? Uh, well, I, I inadvertently helped to stop a massive conspiracy, so I mean, that's... Always good on the resume. I've heard that the uh, Defenders might be calling for me. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you'll make it just fine. Now, anyway, I have some of your magic powers now that I'm no longer stuck in your form. Um, I know I need to do rituals. How would I go about doing that? Oh, uh... Ritual casting is sort of an art. You have to find what pieces you need to construct the ritual... And then you work it out from there. I'm sorry, my memory regarding rituals isn't as good as it used to be for some reason. <laughs> but uh, what, what I can remember is all very uh, practical. I, I'm sure that if you have the resources to travel between universes, you should be able to find more out about rituals. Okay, yeah, you've been a waste of time. I'm going to go back to uh, the bar. <laughs> While you are uh, at the bar, uh, Dr. Van Dyne comes up. So, Ken, it was a uh, nice time getting to know you as much as we didn't get to. Thank you, and you as well. So, what... What are you doing with your life? I mean, I'm interested. We don't get to meet many people who travel from universe to universe. Well, I'm just trying to do the best we can and uh, fix all the universe's problems so that, you know, time and space keep going. But are you getting are you... drunk and kind of letting slip a little bit about what our actual uh, plot is? Ooh, yeah. How, how much are you drinking? I mean, it is an open bar. Oh, then we'll just keep going. We've had like three or four drinks now. Are you drinking banana daiquiris? I would like to state that I took a bottle of wine with me when I left. (laughs) Just one? I took two (laughs) bottles of wine with me. I figured you had a bottle of red, a bottle of white. (laughs) And you're you're mixing them in your mouth, making a rosé. Nice. But yeah, so, uh... So what... But what are you doing for yourself? Well, what do you mean? I'm, I'm, I'm looking out for my team. But, I mean, you you must be doing some sort of... I, I didn't know you for very long, but I, I'm just worried. You seem like you have a lot on your shoulders, and I'm not entirely sure how much of that should be there. Well, where I came from, my best friend and team leader died, and 
I don't want to see that happen again here, so we already lost one. We lost our best pal Warlock. He was taken from us by a vengeful god. Do you blame yourself for what happened to these people? No. No, you blame God. Yeah. You're not there with I call him Luke. <laughs> I didn't I wasn't using my character voice. So I was contributing to the out of character portion of the discussion. But then if you feel that God himself is against you, where does that leave you? Are you just comfortable with the idea that you might die any second? It's something I've come to accept. Well, I, I, I commend you for your bravery, Ken, and uh, if I can ever help, let me, you, let me know. Sure, here's my number. And I guess here's mine. You've got Janet Van Dyne's number. And, uh, Jean, what are you doing? Um, Sam and I are kind of making our last rounds, talking to all the other students that didn't really get to know, but saying goodbye to anyway. Uh, uh, Parker and Wilson are there, and it's like, so you're saying that you get technology that you never got used to in your own timeline? Yeah, pretty much. It's been kind of a whirlwind. <laughs> like, like, what sort of stuff can you do now? I, like, take out my phone and I'm like... You casually yeah, destroy thing. a planet? <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. I'm, I don't know, I, like, wave the talus around like, oh, I got this thing. Huh. So it that's how you get communicated with across the universes? Pretty or... much. I think that's how it works, if I know my classic Star Trek episodes correctly. Ooh, classic Star Trek. Those were pretty weird back in the day. It was technically my day, so funny how that works. Well, time is apparently relative, so, I mean, you take what you can get. That is very true, as I've come to find out. The uh, mention of time uh, gets Sam to look a bit melancholy for a second, and she just tries to pull your arm to go and walk over to a uh, more quiet location. And, uh, Wendigo, what are you up to? Uh, I was hoping uh, these other sections would last a little longer so I could come up with something. I feel like I started with two bangers, and uh, I gotta I gotta complete the trilogy. I think I'm hanging out with uh, whatever the uh, the sword loving ghost riding uh, janitor. Can't remember what her what her name was. Uh, is it still Danny? See... Yeah, you don't see Danny Ketch around here. Are well, then I have like... no ideas. Thanks, Luke. <laughs> You're welcome. You see uh, someone who you uh, recognize as uh, the thing, this universe, coming over. So, I uh, heard you're a wrestler, or used to be. Yeah. Bernadette Grimm, nice to meet you. Senator Bernadette Grimm. 
Nice, 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 nice. What term? What term? Oh, also state or federal? Federal. Nice, 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 nice. Senior, junior? Senior at this point. Nice, 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 nice. I would like to speak with you about the petroleum industry. Yeah, the, uh, Joe told me that that was sort of your, uh, bailiwick. Is I it mean, some sort of shtick with you, or what's the deal with petroleum? I just think it's the best energy source around that's going to keep going forever, and that's what I've been paid to say, and for all you know is my legitimate opinion. Are you still actively getting paid to do that? Is this some sort of lifetime contract that they roped you into? Honestly, I'm not sure if they're still watching and I gotta keep this up. I, I got I got houses to pay for, buddy. I got boats to pay for. This is now canon. Wendigo has ten boats. <laughs> I I guess. So do you really think the petroleum industry is that strong? I mean, we've pretty much grounded to nothing in this world. Uh, with the literal explicit power of evil. Like, if I, congratulations, you found the one industry that's more evil than the petroleum industry. Education? No, uh, evil brain-warping free energy. I'll be honest, I was only half paying attention for the last, like, Two days? Well, I can't blame you. We've all had blood on our minds recently. Did you see that part where I ripped a dude in half? No. I took out my phone and showed her the pictures. <laughs> you had uh, Enchantress figure out how to... Or no, you got uh, Alexa's power to specifically figure out how to download the pictures from security for you. Oh, I assume she was there just taking pictures and she just uh, texted them to me because we're friends. It's strictly it's strictly an appropriate relationship, though. I don't want fucking Xavier Files coming in here accusing Wendigo of inappropriate behavior with a minor. That's Jen's deal. Hey. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, we will wrap up these segments after we get into our question segments. So let's do that now. Okay, so say where people can find I'm you. Jen, you can find me on Twitter at StreetOverJen. And you can find my art at StreetOverJen.com or HunksIn.space. Hell yeah. I'm James. You can find me on Twitter at at least L-E-A-S-K. You can also find my prose forward for the second volume of the Moonshot Indigenous Comics Anthology in, uh, on Comixology and now Comic Stores as of now. You can find me online at Fredo Fett. That's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T. And you can also hear me co-hosting Multiversal Q with our Game Master Luke. I'm Kaylee. You can find me at Twitter at Ronch Ronch Ronch, and you can find uh, most of my writing at WomenWriteAboutComics.com. And I'm Luke, your game master. Uh, you can find me online at at Coltreg, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G, or at LukeHere.com, or at the Patreon for this and the other podcasts that I work on. And let's open up those good, good questions uh, for those of you who want to know more about the insides and outs we're going to be having a patreon exclusive episode 
that we're doing to answer even more questions after this one is done recording, but let's see. Uh, there's a big block that will go into that one. I'm pretty sure we had a few from last week that we did not get to. Oh, we had people giving us thanks for answering their questions on the last episode, so thank you all for doing that. Ah, okay, here is one from JJJ Bugle News, which is J. Jonah Jameson. Why is everyone so worried about stars? My daughter, the astronaut, has been to space and says there's nothing there. I don't know how to answer this question. Your daughter's a werewolf, Jay. Refer to the last <laughs> volume for the answer to that question. Our magical wristwatch told us to. Okay, here might be a more effective question. Does anyone remember how this arc started? Luke wanted to emulate Persona 5. Wendigo was everyone's dad? No, I was I was I was someone else's husband. I was most people's dad. That's true. <laughs> Kaylee, well, how do you remember this arc starting? Uh everybody loves Rule 63. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I didn't uh, get the answer. Go ahead. I think the Talus just dropped us here and said, find the stars. And then we went to the school. Unlike everyone else, I pay attention. Oh. <laughs> That's why you're everyone's dad. That's my favorite recurring bit. Okay. Uh, so, Exiled is a Patreon-sponsored podcast. For as little as a dollar a month, you can get things like early episodes, bonus episodes, weird other podcasts, and other bits. Uh, Devin and I finally got back to our podcast where we talk about what movies we've seen and what movies we're going to see. That we do as sort of warm-ups or cool-downs for uh, the Multiversal Q podcast. You can find more about that at the Luke Hare Patreon, L-U-K-E-H-E-R-R. Uh, not very commonly advertised. Uh, when are we going to do Oops All Anime? We fucking need to do that, Jen, you oops and me. Oops All Anime. I want to get on that Oops All Anime train. I'll start a Slack. Uh, but Luke, I think, Luke, I think you were forgetting a very important uh, and a very seldomly mentioned tier of support on the Patreon, which is that at $20 a month, Luke will in fact send you a mildly flirty text. Ooh. Ooh. You can't hear his. But then Luke turns voices. out to be a space monster. So watch out. Oh. You know that's only a character I play, Jin. Okay, and uh, we will now get back to wrapping up this episode. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you at the start of our next arc the montage arc. So, uh, Enchantress, you have left to try and raid Harkness's office, and you are confronted by the now much smaller than you, Bethany Whitman. I hand her a bottle of wine. Come on, we're going digging. <laughs> no. Oh, You've no. You've been a jerk. 
You've been like a big old jerk jerk to me. And I'm angry. I raise an eyebrow. You haven't tried to hang out with me at all these past few days. It was like, oh, now I'm going to be an adult and I'm going to do adult things. I'm going to bone down on all the people and not talk to your friend. Is there, like, a gossip ring or something? Is that how the internet works? I keep in touch with the Storm Kids so I know what to use against all the teachers and stuff. Listen, we had a... I had a great time hanging out with you when I was... posing as several years younger. <laughs> several. Haha. <laughs> um... Several. <laughs> but I'm gonna leave this world in like eight hours, so I didn't see what the point was of really hanging around. Saying goodbye. I guess you really are a villain. And she walks off. Christ, Jen, it's fucking cold. And, uh, yeah, you are able to get into Harkness's office. There's a bunch of books and, uh, scrolls and things here. So is there anything in particular that you want to look for that you can bring back? Um, I mean, anything that would power me up. <laughs> I don't know. What, what, have, what have we got? You're just, you're just slamming potions. Hoping? <laughs> no, I'm looking for texts and uh, artifacts. Oh, uh, there's not too many things in the way uh, of artifacts. Like, uh, roll me a uh, like a knowledge uh, check. Uh, roll me a uh, reason check to see if you can find something worthwhile in here. Um. That's a 90. So yeah, that's going to be in the red. Uh, yeah, you're able to find a uh, talisman. You're going to need to like spend some time like decoding and finding exactly what it does, but it seems like it's got some magic inside of it. Okay. And uh, Gorilla Man. So are you still drinking and talking to uh, Dr. Van Dyne, or do you want to talk to one of the other teachers? What other teachers are there? Uh, so there was uh, Dr. Lang, the alternate version uh, yeah. of uh, Ant-Man. Yeah, we can go mingle with him. Or with her. Her. So, Gorilla Man, how are you doing? I'm doing well, and how are you? Oh, I'm hoping the new administrator still is going to let us keep our health insurance plan that we have. That'd be nice. Yeah, I mean, it's always just awful to have to deal with that sort of stuff. You know, like, changes of uh, administration and that sort of thing. Yeah, tell me about it. My boss can be a real dick sometimes, too. Oh, tell me about that. Oh, you see, I don't know. There's like this... It's like this mystical man who kind of oversees, like, and sends us to all these different universes. 
And, you know, sometimes he he kind of just jerks us around, doesn't really give us any information about why we're here, why we're doing this. We just have to kind of, you know, go for it. That's weird. Though, I mean, how would you, like, prefer that he works with you? Well, it'd be, like, nicer to know, like, where we're going, exactly everything that's going on, keeping us, like, all on the same page. Have you tried bringing this up with him? Yeah, he just kind of ignores us and sends us on our way. Hmm. I don't know, maybe you just need to sit down for a one-on-one and get some, uh, time in as far as that goes. Yeah, maybe we'll try that. Well, it was, uh, good talking to you. Good seeing you, too. And, uh, we cut over to Jane and Sam. Uh, so, Jean, I, I, I did come across one more thing that I needed to show you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And, uh, she leads you back to, uh, your and, uh, Amora's, uh, dorm room that you guys had had together. Ooh! Oh, and, whoa. Uh, Wait a second. Yeah, I, I was stopping by to make sure that you didn't, like, forget anything today, and, uh, I found this and she like goes to your bed and on it is a large broadsword oh well that was not what i'm expecting at all when you brought me here but wow yeah well i mean it's sort of cool do we know what this broadsword is or am i just like super forgetful i mean i assume the janitor made it for reasons unknown (laughs) Well, Sam was there waiting for you to, like, recognize the pun that she made. But, uh, oh my God. there is a note attached to it. Wait, what was the I pun? I totally missed the pun. What was yeah, it? Yeah, I missed it, too. It's sort of cool. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, that summer's humor. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, find a note and you read it and it says, uh, Hey, kids. Thanks for all the, uh, help. I'm glad to be free of the goblin force. I figured I'd made a promise to at least get something for you guys, so before I hit the open road, I made this for whoever wants it the most. XOXO, Danny Ketch. You just hear from a different room, you know who wants it the most! I mean, letting teenagers have giant broadswords made by, like, demons from hell is always a good strategy. You know, just You're, you're like one in arc from being actually omnipotent. <laughs> <laughs> so do we just show this thing off? Well, I mean, probably not yet. We can, like, spend a bit more time together. You know. Just say goodbye. Of course. And the uh, camera pans out of the room. Whoa, now. Well, I'm not saying that there's bone down and going on, but. You know, you get Wait, 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 wait. Uh, Luke, <laughs> take another stab at conjugating that verb. <laughs> the teens aren't fighting each other with the giant broadsword and accidentally killing one another, leading this to become a PSA. About the dangers of swords. 
swords, not even once. Mm-hmm. This is your brain. This is your brain on swords. That's the real knife culture. And, uh, Wendigo, you got one final, uh, scene. Who do you want to hang on with? Or who do you want to hang out with? Uh, I think I'd like to hang out with, uh, Alexis Power. Hey, hey, Mr. Sorry, what do you, what do you want me to call you again? Dad, Dad. What's up, Dad? First of all, thank you so much. This means the world to me. Uh, I, I just wanted to talk to you. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to be going away for a little while to, you know, another universe. And I wanted to make sure that you didn't feel, uh, too alone and too abandoned. I'm sort of used to it at this point. Yeah, but that's fundamentally a really sad thing, and I didn't want to be another one of those father figures in your life who did that, and I wanted to let you know that I, I really treasured our brief time, uh, you know, you as my uh, child-slash-student, me as your dad-slash-teacher, you, and I, I wanted you to know that if I can ever come back, I, I would like to and see how you're doing. That'd be awesome. She, uh, starts crying and throws her arms around you, giving you the biggest hug that she can. I hug her back and take a sip of my orange Julius. <laughs> I want to make it clear there's one for her, too. It's also Wendigo-sized. <laughs> so it's, like, bigger than her head? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, fuck, it's as big as her torso. Let's be real. I'm, like, a billion feet tall. But she's also, like, 15 or 16 years old, so, I mean, it's not, like, she's, like, No, no, no I'm saying you're not appreciating how big this Orange Julius original is. I know exactly okay. how old she is. I'm saying think bigger. Let's take another sip. <laughs> Oh, and I, uh, made something for you as well. And she gave you, she, uh, gives you a, uh, wristband that says, <laughs> uh, oil rules with a Z at the end. This is the greatest gift I've ever received. And I was literally given several trillion dollars by another, by a, by a petroleum corporation. I hand her a trillion dollars. She's like, thank you, Dad. Thank you, sweetie. You're doing great. And, uh, so, Jean, after a few hours, you get a, uh, ping from the, uh, Talus, just reminding you that you guys all have about 30 minutes left before you go. So, any last-minute goodbyes, or are you all ready to bounce out of here? I want to hang out with Wendigo at the bar. Hell yeah! Okay, get your bar scene. Role play that. We're drinking. Can I uh, get either of you anything else to drink? Uh, just more vodka to put in my orange Julius, please. <laughs> Sounds good. What about you, ma'am? Um, I, I, I 
push the bottle of wine that I've been drinking from it over to him so he can serve me. He's, he just pulls out, like, an entire another box of uh, vodka. So, like, what happened to you when you were in the astral plane? Um, well, mostly nothing worked that I thought would work. And everyone else was better at it. Gene can do all kinds of shit. Gorilla Man got magic, I think? Feels great to be curious. You know, you guys could have just kept on your tinfoil hats. <laughs> I could not have been more clear about that. It looked so bad, though. I imagine Amora uh, could uh, would have made hers into like a giant, like Jack Kirby ass uh, fucking uh, Asgardian well, I, helmet. I was trying to get your friend the janitor to make a helmet for me. Uh, and I, Ugh, I think that's when... Her, she wouldn't even make me a sword. At that point, you see Jean walking back in with Sam, carrying this, like, giant broadsword strapped across her back. Ugh, oh, course. fuck off! <laughs> Come have some wine, golden child! You're, like, gonna be a god in a week. <laughs> you can make your own swords. I start pouring them wine. I got oh. roller skates and I got a sword. And it's we had a good some look. good times. Yeah. I had Sam a fake ID that I made for her. I assume it's extremely crudely made. <laughs> it's a piece of paper you drew on. <laughs> Listen, what? I think it's I think saying it's paper is optimistic. It's a napkin. Why does this say Slam Summers? Sure, let's go with napkin and not related to that thing I did last episode. Why, why do I have a fake mustache on in this? You gotta look 21, sweetie. You don't have a mustache, honey. I know, I know. I draw one on her. At this point, uh... I forget if it was James or John Summers that I said it. Too many J names in this one. Uh, the, uh, Gene Grey of this universe comes over with his, uh, full beard, and he's like, eh, it's a good look. So, uh... Norm! Gene Jean Grey, G-E-N-E. Ha! He's going to fondle some sweaters. <laughs> hey, that's my alternate reality counterpart you're talking about. Uh, I mean, he said he's going to uh, control the Phoenix Force better. That's right. So, you guys are out of here? Any second In now. In theory. That's what the Talus says. Uh, Gorilla Man, are you coming over for this uh, final drink goodbye? Yeah, I'll come over. Well, I, I gotta thank all of you for coming here and uh 
letting me come home to Earth. It's good. We've got a lot of work to do, but I'm hopeful for the future. Foundation. Go to so hell. So uplifting. Whew. A lot of puns in this episode. And with that, Fatalis teleports you all the way back to the Panopticon. No. Yes. And, and uh, <laughs> this arc is done. We did so good. And I think I turned what? someone from a life of crime, so. Or you turn them into an even bigger criminal because they know that they can't even trust evil. Yeah, now they're a disaffected evil youth. Mm-hmm. No, now they know how to not be rude to people. They don't believe in anything anymore. Now that, now they see what, what they could be, and, uh... They remember how not fun that was. Never meet your heroes. Yep. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, thank you for listening to this arc of, uh, Exiles. We're going to do a montage arc next, so it's going to be a bunch of little stories, and then we're going to start on sort of the second season of the show. So, you know, utilizing all these good things that we've learned so far and progressing that story even more. We'll see you next week. And keep watching the stars. Peace. Wait, that was, was that a joke the first time I said it about how there were no stars in the universe? Jesus. I should have been paying attention. Yeah, no, I thought you said that on purpose, James. No, I was just riffing on The Simpsons. <laughs> All of your best lines are in a turn.
we uh then cut back for our post credit scene as uh Victoria Maximoff walks into a darkened basement and we see and we see Marcus Pryor strapped to a table and Victoria cracks her knuckles and says, So let's see what we can do about that goblin force. And the credits go black. <laughs>